マラジキャラのポラチナカラのポラチナラシシェバーラビゾトタカクセラのポラチナ
Look it up. I think what was that? Is that episode number three? NFL helmets. I think it was, it was early. Early, very man. early. Very early. Romano reaches out and says ham sandwich, fruit roll ups, and Twinkies was his favorite go to lunch back in the day. What you know about that? He brought that from home clearly because I don't know who was serving up fruit roll ups or whatever because I would eat them for sure. Oh, says yeah. the guy that gets glazed donuts at lunch every <laughs> no, no, day. No, 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 that was Lance. I don't think I've ever it wasn't had me. a Twinkie. And you've never had a Twinkie. I don't think Colin, so. Where have you been, dude? They are overrated. I've Colin, what about when you? Rounds. What about when you were fourteen and the lunch lady offered you a Twinkie? Would you say no? You can't say no because it's your dog. I'd probably take it. Yeah, you would, Reggie, right? Kevin Nichols, longtime listener of the pod, local guy, South Carolina. Guys, he commented on Christian's Otis Spunk and Meyer cookies and sweet tea deal for a dollar. Three cookies, one tea, a dollar, quarter apiece. Christian, what do you know about that? Absolutely. That's Pickens County represent. Shout out, Mr. Nichols in the house. He knows what's up. It must have been a Pickens County exclusive, dude. Otis Spunk and the Sweet Tea dropping quarters. Oh, no. We had those at. No, no, no. They weren't as good. It was Pickens County only, bro. It's all good. Don't worry about (laughs) it. Hey, Will Roach also likes the Otis Spunk and Meyer cookies back in the day. Guys, friend of the pod, Roy Philpot, Rectangle Pizza. That's all he's got to say about that. Chicken rings definitely got some some feedback on my text line. (laughs) Mm. Absolutely, they did. And have you never had one of those either, Colin? Nope. How do we create a lunch for Colin that it consists of all the things he's never had? Shout out any lunch ladies out there willing to give Colin a try. He wants Twinkies, chicken rings, Otis Spunks. Give this guy, make his dreams come true. Make 14-year-old Colin's dreams come true, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe some glizzies? Glizzies! (laughs) Speaking speaking of glizzies, Houston Burnett, hot dog with chili, that made his top three school cafeteria lunches of all time. Yeah, that was rough. I saw that picture, man. Hold on. on. Have they gotten bigger? Because I don't recall Uh, them poking out like that. Jason, what about you? Hey, frankly, Howard from Twitter (laughs) says the cheesy beef nachos and mozzarella cheese sticks were his top. Jeff on a car phone says that the cafeteria hot dog chili was the best. Says he compares it to skins. Right. Jonathan Scrivener, friend of the pod, listener of the pod, wishes that the lobster roll would somehow make its way onto the cafeteria. Well, maybe if he goes to like Riverside or one of those rich schools, I'm Uh, sure they have Maine's lobster tails. Sounds like food poison. (laughs) Yeah. And last but not least, friend of the pod, Tyler Tote. Peanut butter and honey sandwiches. I prefer the, a PB&J, but the peanut butter and honey, I can get down with that. I could see Tyler, like, in between cardio sets and burpees, slamming a peanut butter and honey back at school. <laughs> so, shout out to Tyler. Way more disciplined uh, than I'll ever be, but a motivational guy. All right, man. Hey, it's time. Let's get to it, man. Our top five 99s. All right, top five ninety nines. Let's go, number five. All right, guys. Episode ninety nine, uh, a milestone in itself, as we're inching closer to one hundred. But top five ninety nines, my criteria, guys. All it had to do was be something related to ninety nine. Could be a number, could be the year, could be something that happened in that year, could be an age. Who knows, guys? But let's let's get right into it. Coming in at number five for me is an icon, a legend, 
And, you know, I'd be remiss in a month celebrating women to not celebrate one of the most golden women of all time. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being my friend, Miss Betty White, who died at the ripe age of 99, a month out from the big 100, fellas. What you know about Betty White, the legend, T's and P's, rest in peace. My first 99 is the lady who made it to 99. Everyone's favorite golden gal is Betty White. Couldn't Thank make it you for month, being huh? a friend. Hey, you're welcome, Kevin. That's what I'm here for. I almost put it on my list. I thought came across it today and thought about putting her on there. Is this what Kevin was talking about earlier when like he was saying like 99, it, you know, you're almost to a milestone and then all good things must come to an end. Is that, is that what it right. was That's to? kind of, that. that's why I picked this one. Morbid. A little mm. bit morbid. <laughs> my doctor sure. said I was morbidly obese. I'm pretty sure I heard Colin throw a little jab in there. Couldn't make it another month, huh? Colin, don't be a Scrooge. Okay. That's a fair question. That's hey. the drill. And actually, I don't think she was even sick. Like she just died because natural causes, natural causes. Right. I don't even know what that means. She'd probably just gotten the. (laughs) I'm pretty sure she had just gotten the Pfizer, right? Oh, I don't know. I barely know. (laughs) It was a cleanse. All right. I'll see you soon, Betty. (laughs) All right. My criteria, very similar to Christian's. It was hard not to gravitate towards 1999 the year, but mix it up a little bit. But number five is going to be a very obscure pick, and I'll get to to why. But I took a list. I took a look at Clemson's 1999 signing class just to kind of see what jumped out at me, maybe who was my favorite. And I landed on none other than wide receiver out of Jacksonville, Florida, Kevin Youngblood. So how he intertwines with the Power 5 podcast, if you didn't know, Todd or Christian, Kevin Youngblood caught a 2003 game winner against Virginia. And if you Google the images in the corner at the pylon, you'll see none other than the podfather, Kevin Williams. Uh, So I had to include that as number five, 1999 Clemson signing class member, Kevin Youngblood. Can you tweet that picture out? Listen, that was about 75 pounds ago as well. Uh, I think the vertical leap on that, on that game-winning catch, was, you know, approximately three inches or so. <laughs> <laughs> A Twinkie, if you will. Anyways. <laughs> man, dude, listen, that is completely off the grid, right? Kevin Youngblood never even comes into my mind when I think of 99. But, hey, makes sense, man. I like it. <laughs> Man, what a what a great pick there, Colin. Like, I mean, you went deep down in the vault for that. Like, it was a solid <laughs> pick. Like, twist. Definitely nobody else gonna have that on their list. Hey, I'm gonna jump in with my number five pick here. I'm gonna go with every six year old's favorite song when they're on a car ride. Ninety nine bottles of beer on the wall. I mean, you know, <laughs> Can't say man, that. it's a song that never ends. One, did did anybody ever get to number one? If so, you probably drove somebody insane that was around you, right? My um, Uncle Randy did. He's an alcoholic. <laughs> Man, you know, where in the world did this song come from? Who knows? I didn't really do any research on it. <laughs> oh God, I wanted to know. Yeah, I'm interested now. I'm yeah. Interested. It was one of the first things I thought of when I heard the number 99, 99 bottles of beer on the wall. Doing my no. research, I no. actually searched songs with the number 99 in it, and it, dude, it didn't even come up. Never. 
I wow. couldn't believe it. Wait, did I you know? Believe it. Did you know though that there's a record? You asked if anyone had ever finished it. The record is actually 13 and a half minutes, I think. Wow. What? <laughs> That's not to a get record. to the end. Yeah, it's no. the record for how fast you could do it. <laughs> oh, okay, fast. All right. right, 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 right. Yeah. Yes, I, I guess. All right, guys, here we go. Coming in at number five for me. Listen, any kind of association with 99. I, I did make sure that I did not I did not want to just focus on people that were in sports or just the year 1999 or whatever, right? So I got a I got a little hodgepodge of things associated with number 99. So here we go. Coming in at number five, we got Ricky the Wild Thing Vaughn, recruited out of prison to go play for the Cleveland Indians back in the day, guys. The movie Major League came out in 89. However, he wore the jersey number 99. Ricky Wild Thing Vaughn coming in at number five. The inspiration for this topic, right, Kevin? I mean – yes. We could have make a list. Yeah. I mean, how about the haircut, the glasses, uh, tons of one-liners throughout the movie, even going to Major League Two, which is not as good as Major League One, <laughs> but he's throwing to Parkman. I don't know if you guys remember this scene, but Ricky Vaughn says, hey, this is the eliminator. If you get a piece of it, you can rename it. Parkman parks it out of the ballpark. <laughs> he says, I think I'll call it. <laughs> was this pre-aids kevin oh my gosh man how about Greatest athlete to wear number 99 uh you know i don't stay know tuned. stay tuned good pick there kevin very nice all right number four all right guys this could be an opportunity for me and colin to do a duet okay i'm gonna start mm. singing and then i'm gonna let you kind of come in with this okay here it is if you're having girl problems i feel bad for you son I got 99 problems, but uh, ain't one. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Jay-Z song, 99 Problems, from the Black Album, 2003. If you having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I, I got, got 99, 99 problems, problems, but a chain one. I got the rap patrol on the cat patrol. When you said 99, and in my head, I started racking around songs. That's the first thing that came to mind. There's, there's plenty of other songs that maybe can use 99, but to me, you know, Obviously, I can't say all the words in that song, but you all know it as 99 Problems from Jay-Z himself coming in at number four. What do you think about that? Doesn't surprise me. It's on your list. <laughs> I had immediately picked up on it, too. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. To get in there. Honestly, the first thing that came to my brain immediately when he said we're doing 99. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Is that that song that goes, rah, uh, 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 uh. That's big pimping, dude. <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> Oh, he knows. He knows. That was from the Carter two or uh, Carter three or that was a little way. I don't even know. All right. Number four for me, I'm staying way, way off the grid here. Um, Very few of our listeners will probably know about this. Kevin's probably the only co-host that does, but I'm going back to the fall of 1999. It is my first, or I guess my, my furthest recollection back in history of the Travelers Rest Berea rivalry at Chico Bolin Stadium. It's the national anthem, a beautiful song playing. And oh my God, the crowd is going nuts. What is happening? The Bulldog mascot is whipping the Devil Dog mascot at midfield during the national anthem. Who was that Bulldog mascot? None other than former pod listener Johnny Garrett. It was a the fall of 1999. 
biggest high school rivalry that I've been a part of. It was a phenomenal memory. Johnny doesn't like to talk about it today. So I'm sorry, Johnny, if you're listening, you're probably not. But number four, mascot fight, T.R. Berea. You're going to tag him in this, right? He's definitely going to listen to this. couple of things come to mind, right? Again, national anthem playing. The teams are in the end zones waiting to go through the breakthrough, right? Just old school, high school breakthrough with the cheerleaders and all that. Bands are on the field kind of lining the tunnel, right, ready to come through. Everybody sees the bulldog out there just absolutely curb stomping the devil dog. It was hilarious. And then Johnny's mom, here she comes, marching out of the stands, through the gate, onto the field to go get her son. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) What was left of it, right? She wasn't happy. What a story, man. Fantastic. So who won the fight? The the bulldog. Johnny. How did, how did you know? Did Johnny's head come off or <laughs> like there was very little debate as to who won that fight? <laughs> Is uh, there footage of this? Was this before I, cell phones? <laughs> Probably. Also, pretty sure the Bulldogs went on to win that football game, you know, like 63-17. It was something ugly like that. Nice score. That's awesome. Man, you're way off the grid. Nobody's touching that <laughs> list tonight. So for me, number four, man, you know, you walk in any store in America and you're getting ready to buy something. And when you're in there, like you, you look at the item, right? You go to look at the tag and it says ten ninety nine, not not $11, right? Ten ninety nine. So I'm going with 99 cents because it's the greatest marketing <laughs> in all the world. I guess uh, everybody <laughs> uses it, right? True. Because I mean, man, that one penny makes such a big deal. And you're not getting to the next next dollar. So, and and it's everywhere, right? Like, no matter what you, what they're selling, it's nine ninety nine, ten ninety nine, eleven ninety nine, whatever. Brilliant marketing. Whoever started doing that, I don't. Again, I don't know the history of that. It's used everywhere. So I'm going with ninety nine cents there at number four. Yeah, I mean it's used at the car dealership for sixty nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. They <laughs> right, think they're exactly. giving you a deal, you know what I mean? Right. Like, and you think so too, right? Like, apparently, because you go and buy it. Yeah, obviously, I bought it. So, <laughs> worked for me. <laughs> Boom! Hellable. You guys, you that's guys, are one, much more creative than I am tonight, man. That's fantastic. All right, here we go. Coming in at number four for me, guys. A movie that was actually mentioned back during the chick flicks episode if i'm not mistaken i'm pretty sure i had this on there released in march march the 31st 1999 man so we're coming up on 24 year anniversary of 10 things i hate about you julia styles heath Mm. ledger 13 million dollar budget 60 million in the box office cat strafford patrick verona fall in love with each other classic movie guys 71 percent on rotten tomatoes 10 things i hate about you number four Dude, what a great movie. And was that like the year of those kind of rom-coms? You talk about 10 Things I Hate About You. She's all that. Never been kissed. You name it. All the top ones that have been made into a spoof film came from 1999. So, man, what a classic. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I mean, Heath Ledger, man. T's and P's, like you said, man. Such an all-time great. And uh, the girl in there who's from my favorite uh, Nickelodeon show growing up, Alex Mack, the secret life of Alex Mack, had a huge crush on her. Don't know her real name. You can check her out. Google it. Number three. All right, guys, coming in at number three for me, I'm going to hit us from the world of sports because there's got to be somebody with the number 99. And to be honest with you, there's quite a few people that are number 99, but none more famous than this guy from the icy circle. 
It is Mr. Wayne Gretzky who wore number 99 every team that he played for. He's, I mean, I don't really care that much for hockey, but when you talk about Michael Jordan and, you know, all the greats, I mean, Wayne Gretzky's name is thrown in that mix of all-time great athletes, so could not have a top five list with 99 without throwing in a sport legend like Mr. Gretzky at number 99. And uh, how about that, guys? You would be there. Oh, absolutely, man. And he's coming back around. I'm glad to see that he was on somebody else's list because I feel like because of Wayne Gretzky, he is the reason why I know a few other hockey players' names, right? Like, I'm tuning in for Wayne Gretzky, but I learned that Mario Lemieux and Yarmir Yager and Mark Messier – Yes, a couple of those guys were kind of on the – coming up as as his his career was was closing out and I'm definitely not some hockey guru or anything like that so I could be wrong on on this stuff but but wouldn't you yeah. say that like today there isn't a hockey player who's oh. going to stand next to LeBron or whoever you want to put in that category right but back in the day Gretzky could stand next to Jordan on a Wheaties box and be like they're just as popular right i mean that's 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 what i thought growing up household name for sure household name yeah yeah, absolutely well tell me this you know i again i don't pay attention to anything hockey right now i have no idea who's good who's not but Sidney crosby is he still playing i know Mm -hmm. that name is pretty big i know the name uh he was a pittsburgh penguin i believe on the back end of his playing days gotcha i would love to kind of just compare since he's considered the best i guess right now I would love to see his stats compared to Sid the kid. He's 35 and he's still playing. Is Ovechkin the best now, Christian? Ovechkin was the best. To be completely honest with you, I don't know either. But I know the Carolina Hurricanes are pretty cool down the road. We got a we got a couple Canadian listeners. Y'all let us know. Hey. All right, number three for me. Uh, I'm sticking with the year 1999. But when you think about songs and music i mean i think most of us associate songs with a certain time period you know in our life it's one of the beautiful things about music and there's not much that takes me back to like those summers uh some of those best summers you know i guess i was 12 all-star smash mouth hey now you're an all-star get your game on go play hey now you're a rock star get the show on get paid May the 4th, 1999. Man, I've just got a very distinct image of of this song playing, just mom wheeling us around to, to baseball tournaments and baseball games all over the upstate. And this song was just like the, the soundtrack of that summer and uh, one of the greatest summers ever. Number three, All-Star Smash Mouth. How does that How's go? go? Mm, good try. Somebody once told me the world has got to roll me. Is that it? Is that I think song? you got it. I think isn't that the song from Shrek? That's it. That's how. That's how I know. <laughs> that's it. where I remember it from. Exactly. You know, I don't know about y'all, but I hear that music now or that particular song and those songs that sound like it, right? Like Sugar Ray, that type Sugar of Sugar Ray, Smash Mouth, Chumba Wumba. Don't I? I mean, I I can't stomach it, man. I'm always always skipping. I'm not yeah. sticking around for Smash Mouth All Star. I mean, no. I it love had this. a time and it had a place, and it was the summer of '99. Like Brian Adams says, the summer of '69. This was baby. Collins' summer of '99 with Smash right. Mouth. 
I'll go number three for me. I'm going to go with a documentary I watched recently. Uh, I didn't remember this necessarily being as bad as it apparently was, but, um, you know, it was a music event that happened in 99 with DMX, Limp Biscuit, Corn, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Kid Rock, Metallica, yes. Alanis Morissette, Creed. That was an absolute disaster, apparently. Uh, I'm going with Woodstock 99. And I don't know if you yes. guys have seen the, the dumpster that fire. Yes. Oh, yeah, man. So apparently there was like sexual assaults, arson, some people died, like poor sanitation, a lack of water, arson. I mean, there's all well, didn't of- they have to like an airplane had to come get the chili peppers out or something like I, I remember yeah, vividly watching like that. clips of that. Like it was unsafe for them. I mean, they were having a good time, but somebody had to get like lifted out to safety because of all the fires everywhere. I'm right, shocked yeah. that it wasn't a wholesome event given that lineup. And it was called Woodstock, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I mean, like DMX, T's and P's, was probably the most chill guy on that list, Todd. Seriously. Well, they were talking about, yeah, I remember in the documentary how, like, these guys would come out on stage and just incite the crowd, and then it would just build, you know, act after act after act. And for some reason, they were surprised by that. I don't know why. So you've got Woodstock, like, was associated with love and peace and all this stuff. And then you've got this dumpster fire. You know, um, which was a, a total disaster. So, wild documentary. If you haven't seen it, I'd encourage you to check it out. Todd, I I actually was considering throwing it on there, but then I got my my two years mixed up. I was thinking Woodstock '94 was Woodstock '99, but obviously it wasn't. But doing some research, like the Chili Peppers had to stop their set because they they were just calling out the crowd for doing all kinds of shady, messed up stuff. The offspring, the same same thing, but I haven't watched that documentary. I, I would like to though. I bet it's I bet it's pretty solid. But man, Woodstock '94, you guys are probably Todd. You probably remembered a little bit better. But man, Woodstock '94, the thing that stands out to me was just like three days of rain. Do y'all remember watching a little Green Day like having mud fights with the crowd up on stage? Christian, did you ever? I thought see- they were throwing Dookie. <laughs> was that what it was? Yeah, do. And when it landed, it would say Kerplunk. <laughs> exactly yeah, that's right i thought it was brain stew Jaded. oh boy that's right american idiots that's what we yeah are. i think that's part of the that's issue true. with uh woodstock 99 is it was so hot right like the the heat was unbearable and that's then of right. course you got people i mean what could go wrong with people up you know using acid all night long you know what i mean <laughs> like you know not getting any sleep uh not eating i mean what could go wrong with all that i know stuff, how right? i am when i'm on acid todd and it's not pleasant <laughs> i can only imagine oh man all right good good solid pick right there man all right so my number three it's probably no surprise but i'm gonna throw a little pearl jam in this but it's it's significant there's a memory attached to this particular song it's last kiss play it live typically if they're playing in an arena and there's a crowd the audience is to the back of the stage they'll typically turn around and actually play that to the back to the back of the venue now but anyways it was actually released to the 10 club back in the day christmas 1998 all right but it was actually on an album that was released june 15 1999 called 
it was a charity album called No Boundaries, the album for Kosovo refugees. And it was originally, as a song, Last Kiss, originally recorded in 1961 by a guy named Wayne Cochran. But the memory I have associated with this, it was senior week in Todd's favorite city of Myrtle Beach. And I was a, I just finished my junior year staying in the Jonathan Harbor. I mean, just an absolute sleazebag hotel. Somehow or another, it was during the day. We go to the Barefoot Landing, right? Y'all remember Barefoot Landing? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. I don't have a clue what in the world the 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 music store there was called. But I, go I remember in. the Bareback yeah. Records. I guess. <laughs> Anyways, I go in there, man. Pick up the album "Last Kiss." Still a great song today. That's going to be my number three for '99. Last Kiss. <laughs> Colin probably does like that song a little bit. He loves yeah. it. He loves it. It's great stuff, Colin. I can't. I mean, I can't believe that was 1999, man. Wow. Hey, you Talk know what's not 1999? There we go. There we go. And guess what? We don't have a guest. So, Todd, you're on the Klizok, my friend. And I'm man, we're on a roll. Like this is like ten episodes in a row. And that's a lot of work for Daddy here to have to come up with new questions. So I apologize if there's any repeats. Are you ready for this? Hey, oh, I'm ready. Let's go. Ready. All right, here we All go. Right. Three, two, one, go. All right, Todd, bark like DMX. Woof, woof. <laughs> <laughs> we would have accepted, oh, oh, but that'll, that'll That's work. That's better. All right. All right. Say a word that rhymes with cookie. Uh, Snooky. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Leave it up to the reality show God himself. Love that. All right, Todd. Limp biscuit or corn? You have to choose one, life or death. Limp biscuit. Nice. All right. Do you like Justin Bieber? It's a yes or no question. Yes. Excellent. Would you chug a jar of mayonnaise or a carton of sour cream? Your choice. Oh, uh, give me the jar of mayonnaise. Just for your <laughs> sake, Christian. That? Like what kind? Is it like Hellman's or uh, like Dukes or what? Gotta be Dukes. All right. Fair enough. I feel like that's more like marshmallow whip, but whatever. <laughs> Um, all right, you can either have it pleasant, but it rains for an entire month, or it's 90 degrees or higher for an entire month. Which do you prefer? Give me the 90 degrees. I don't like the rain. Really? All right. I hear you. Make a Chewbacca sound. Oh, he, he had that one coming. <laughs> I love that. You going to watch The Mandalorian tonight, Todd? No. Wow, that was easy enough. <laughs> Suit yourself. I'm going to tell the Fandalorians that you're in trouble. Sorry, not no. not my thing. It's okay. Uh, Never seen it. Name, name a movie that came out in 1999 without looking. Ooh, um, ten things I hate about you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Stealing from the show. All right, can appreciate you, it, Kevin. Can, can you name a Fallout Boy song? Ooh, not on the spot now. Dance, 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 dance. Yeah, there you go. Dance, dance. Right. There we go. All right, Todd. Seconds. Okay. Do you want Colin to sing a line from Beer for My Horses, or do you want to fart live on the pod right now? I want Colin to sing, sing a line from <laughs> Colin. You've got to do it. No. no. Saved by the bell. Oh, Colin, stick around. Maybe on the one hundredth. But uh, oh, all right. Good night, Todd. Oh, How did that go again? Is that Dave Matthews? <laughs> <laughs> Beer for my horses. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right. Hey, nice job as always, man. All right. Good job, Todd. Love it, Jason. Should I call you? Fantastic. <laughs> All right, guys. Number two.
All right, guys, we only got two left here. Uh, coming at number two for me, we're going to kick off my favorite movie from the, from 1999. This came out in October of that year, has become a cult classic starring Colin's favorite actor because he kind of looks like him in the dark. Brad Pitt. It is none other than Fight Club, ladies and gentlemen. You know, don't ask about Fight Club because there is no Fight Club. Fight Club, one of the best movies. What's in the box? That's seven. That's not Fight Club. But I love Fight Club. It's a great movie. Uh, For what you've just heard, it sounds like I've never seen Fight Club, but I can assure you. (laughs) Edward Norton, Jared Leto, had blonde hair. Great flick. Turns out Trevor, was it Travis Durden or Tyler Dearden or whoever? Turns out he wasn't even real. Spoiler alert. It was his alter ego the whole time. Coming at number two from 99, my favorite movie, Fight Club. Mom, meatloaf. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I loved it when Brad Pitt asked his mom for a meatloaf. That was a great film. Extra catch up. And no she brought it like a bat out of hell. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, love that movie, man. Love right? it. It's good stuff. Yeah, book's great too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> How about the bar of soap? <laughs> Bought all the merch. Number two for me, when you're around my age and you grew up in this part of the country as a sports kid, it it was really tough to have a favorite player other than Larry Wayne Jones. I'm going the 1999 National League Most Valuable Player, Chipper Jones, 45 home runs, 110 RBIs, 319 average, Man, what a stud during those days. I mean, absolutely. I think most dudes in this part of the country wanted to be Chipper Jones. Not Chipper, me. I barely know her. I mean, what a great guy. <laughs> the only year I would say I didn't was probably the 98 Brave. Shout out to Morgan Wallen. You wanted to work that in. I did. <laughs> so bad. So bad. Dude, off the grid, love that pick right there. I did take a look at who won the World Series that year. I had forgotten that the Yankees actually swept the Braves, so a little bitter about that, but nice pick. Nice pick. Chipper. Way to kill the mood for his pick there. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Good so one. guys. You won the MVP, but you got swept. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> My number two pick. <laughs> My number two pick. I'm going to go with 99 jerseys. That may be Gretzky, it may be J.J. Watt, maybe Aaron Donald, maybe Warren Sapp, maybe Aaron Judge, maybe Jason Taylor, may even be Colin's favorite baseball player of all time, Manny Ramirez, yes. uh, any of those. And, so many people. Uh, and, you know, I, I immediately thought about Gretzky, obviously. Immediately thought about J.J. Watt. And then I started looking at the list. I was like, holy cow, lots of guys have worn this, worn this jersey and, uh, man, are some, some studs. So the, the 99 jersey – there at number two for me i like the way you did that todd you kind of bring them all together there you yeah. know what i do i'm i try to combine as many and i'll take the can. entire <laughs> cast of espn <laughs> kind of cheating here that but here's cheating, what i want I'll, I'll give you that it's one. my own criteria hey, creative creative i like it i like that you don't even have to do the research right <laughs> All right, coming in at number two for me is an iconic sports memory that is just embedded in my brain for for life, I guess. But we're going all the way back to July the 10th, 1999. But this is it. If Brandy Chastain scores, the USA win the World Cup. Brandy Chastain does it! 
and the USA are world champions once again. Jubilation on and off the field. At the Rose Bowl, over 90,000 people in attendance. And the U.S. women's national team is in the championship of the World Cup against China. And it's 0-0 zero to zero after regulation. It goes to penalty kicks. Brandy Chastain up, ready to take her penalty kick. She makes it in the back of the net. The U.S. wins. She doesn't. Goes, I guess, into further sudden death, into additional penalty kicks. But she puts it in the back of the net. Guys, at that point in time, just that – image of her taking her jersey off slinging it over her head right she's got the black sports bra on dog pile out there on the world cup beat the chinese just classic classic memory guys i didn't realize this but there was an espn documentary actually called the 99ers about that particular team and their world cup run it was estimated that 40 million americans actually tuned in to watch that game i happen to be one of them but check out these names see if y'all remember any of these names whether you whether you watched soccer or not but um julie fowdy mia ham michelle acres brianna scurry right there was no political for sure Listen, no political agenda whatsoever with our soccer teams, then it was just go out and play. I must interrupt you. It is President Trump, former president. You said no political agenda, but you forgot you mentioned that we defeated China. And that was a huge win, but it wasn't huge if you saw Brandy Chastain. Am I right, guys? Ladies and gentlemen, it is me, (laughs) President Trump. It is not the last time we will defeat China. It certainly wasn't the first. And guys, I would have to say that soccer. And I think that's great that it's not political. Shout out to Fauci. What were you saying there, Kevin? Number two, World Cup kick, Brandy Chastain. Kevin, that is off the grid for you, bro. I mean, even Trump was surprised by that. Hey, listen, not off the grid, man. World Cup is always something I'm paying attention to. Men's, women's, doesn't matter. Men's team, they they suck. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Good one. Number one. All right, guys, we're here. We're here at number one. And for my number one, I'm going to invite a special guest or what I like to call a phone a friend for my number one, because it was one of the best shows to debut back in 1999. And here's my guest here. It's it's me. It's Regis Philbin. It's who wants to be a millionaire. You can win a million dollars. Ah! Ladies and gentlemen, it is who wants to be a millionaire. We thought a million dollars was a lot of money. There were people that stepped away with like, what, $50,000 on a show? I mean, after taxes, you owe the IRS, according to all the agents they just hired. So, I mean, it is insane what that was back in 1999, like that show itself. I mean, I I always felt smarter when I watched that show. I was like, oh, I could at least get to the 100,000 mark. But, uh, you know, Regis Philbin, T's and P's to that guy. Final I, answer. Final That's answer. Not, What's it going to be, Kathy Lee? Two plus two equals four. I'm Regis. Do you need to phone a friend? <laughs> I'm yelling. I don't even know if that was a good Regis on my oh, part. Oh, man, but, listen. <laughs> hey, man, like, number one. <laughs> you know what? What a pick, man, because I felt like that was just such Americana for that time period, right? I feel like everybody sat around and watched who wants oh, to your, be a your family tuned in, right? I mean, it was hot. Dude, in, right? It was all hot. the rage. It was hot, mm-hmm. man. Everybody's 
thinking they're just geniuses and they could get on the show and oh i could i could win it i could win it does he oh yeah you know? yeah exactly what a, and show, a million man. bucks i mean in, in 99 i mean how much money is that now i wouldn't even buy you four tires right but <laughs> right but, exactly but like so much money and, and man it was all the rage like everybody was watching everybody was tuned in everybody was locked into that show for sure that's right yeah man. exactly number Get one a couple dozen great pigs thank you thank you great pick cg all right number one for me this one actually doesn't involve the year 1999 the first of my picks but I'm going with 99 plays January the 9th, 2017. That's what it took the Clemson Tigers to win their second national title over Alabama and Tampa, Florida. Watson to Renfro, which I believe would have been play 97, a kickoff and a kneel later to make it 99. Kevin and I, the Podfather, were in the building. I don't think Christian or Todd were, but uh, what a night. What a night. Little man makes another enormous grab. What a call by Donnie Munster. <laughs> there you go. Listen, iconic night. Unbelievable. Listener of the pod, DT up in Michigan. He and I sat together. Amazing night. We somehow or another got some free tickets. Shout out. Friend of the pod, Sean Bishop with the hookup. Uh, man, what a night. Dude, Colin, what a list, man. Just off the grid in all all over the place, dude. Hey, I'll say this might be his – I know he's proud of his country music list, but this might be his best effort. Yeah, this was definitely a lot of deep yeah, cuts yeah. and a lot of research had to go into this. Like, did you know it was 99 plays before this I was week? pretty sure I had to confirm it, though. Yeah, that's good stuff. Man, that's awesome. Ending. Hey, number one for me, I'm going to go with Y2K. Remember 1999, everybody was freaking out. The world is going to end. I remember I was living in Memphis, Tennessee, and on New Year's Eve, everybody's, you know, freaking out, going, buying extra food, you know, ready to, to lock down their house. Standing on their roof with the signs for the aliens. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So you got every kook in the world saying the aliens were coming back, you know, people saying that the world's going to end, you know, that the, the computers weren't going to be able to switch over and and recognize the year 2000 and so it was going to cause absolute chaos and it caused nothing <laughs> like <laughs> we got there and it was absolutely nothing all the build-up all the all the hoopla you know and then nothing and all so, the carson daily countdowns and <laughs> nothing yeah, you know? yeah yeah so uh y2k for me at number one boom yeah, that's a great one because actually I remember. So if that was 99 into 2000, I was 13. I actually, I was joking, but I'm being serious. I think I watched like Carson Daly do like a TRL countdown to midnight. And deep down, I was like, I know nothing's not going to happen at midnight. But part of me was like, am I still going to be here at midnight? <laughs> like I was obviously living at, at, at home with my parents and I was like waiting to be like raptured or something. But <laughs> Still waiting, and I don't know, Todd. You said you know uh, it didn't end that year. I don't know, man. It's uh, it's been kind of weird. Computers have really changed. No, <laughs> that's right. The invention of smartphones happened after 2000. Maybe that was the change. Maybe that was the alien takeover right there. Right, they're listening. I don't know, man. Have you seen Total Recall where that thing comes out of the couch? <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> what I pictured. No, happening. that's Art the Clown. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. 
So is Kevin trying to tease like a uh, conspiracy theories podcast he's getting ready to launch or something? Oh, listen. Well, yeah, he's been he's been grooming <laughs> us for that. Part That's two. Right. Well, we'll get we need to. We'll get we'll get canceled somehow for disinformation. But anyways. For All right, number one number one for me, guys, just out of complete respect is Wayne Gretzky. That's it. That's what I think of when I think of number ninety nine. The great one, enough said, right? I mean, all the teams, oh, yeah. 2,900 points in his career, I guess that's just the best, right? 2,900 points over the span of 20 years doesn't sound like some kind of crazy number, but it is, I guess, in hockey, right? Goals, assists, all that good stuff. But anyways, I mean, guys, I, I considered uh, becoming Canadian as a result of Wayne Gretzky. Uh, really? No, nah, I'm kidding. Here's some here's some funny here's some funny stuff. Maybe it's not funny. Maybe it's just some kind of sign, Christian. You let me know. Wayne Gretzky and I share the same birth date. I'm not talking about date. Huh. I'm talking about date. January 26, 1961. All right. That's got to mean 62, something, right? Yeah. So that's, that's you. Right. What was his? What was his? January 26, 1961. Oh, okay, the same one. Let's go ahead and and talk about some things on our cutting room floor, guys. I had Woodstock 99. Colin, did you know this? Being a finance guy, being somebody that's always looking for an investment, 1999 was the year the Roth IRA was was created. The greatest, in my opinion, retirement account ever created. As much as the government loves taxing us and taking our money, I really can't believe that the Roth IRA still exists, but that was created in 1999. That was on my cutting room floor. And then my favorite 99 of the Clemson Tigers is going to be Cleland Furl. Meow. There we go. Yeah, that's a good one. I had a few. I had a few. So I had uh, Dr. Dre, the chronic 2001 released in 1999 in November had still DRE forgot about Dre the next episode. How about Napster launched June 1st, 99, the creation of burnt CDs that was basically our entire four years of, of high school and stuff. I mean, that was so epic at the time. Have you and, ever thought about, sorry to interrupt you. No, for you're a good. Moment. Yeah, please do. What, you know, like kids being born now will think about when they hear burnt CD. I mean, I mean it just, I, how will we explain that time period? <laughs> it's hard for us to explain because like we grew up on that, but now we're, you know, still youngish adults with all the modern technology. And I kind of like, laughed at myself i mean it was hard for me to give up cds and dvds i mean i've got a whole stack of dvds here that i'm going to throw away because i don't have a dvd player everything's streaming i mean i don't it's hard to comprehend like was it that hard to convert everything and we were just stupid i mean i, I don't understand man what a great time well, period that but was. it was a great time i miss it it took a yeah, lot of work right. to get 18 songs on there sometimes 17 it if may they come were too back. Long. You never know. I mean, look, vinyl is hot right now. Oh, I like I mean, vinyl too. I mean, and people throwing out a hundred dollars for one record, you know. I mean, not even thinking about it. But anyways, I mean, a CD. Who knows? They they could bring them back. I could see them making a a CD looking really cool, right? And and just bringing them back at some point. In time. Maybe, maybe. Awesome. What do you know about Family Guy? Launched January thirty first, nineteen ninety nine. Kevin, give us an impression from Family Guy. Uh, you know, uh, Peter, sometimes, uh, you know, when I eat beans, uh, and, and glizzies, uh, you know, I get gas. <laughs> How about SpongeBob also released in 1999? Wow. And SpongeBob SquarePants still going today. One of, uh, one of 
Kevin's favorite characters, uh, right? What's what's the guy's <laughs> name? I think it's and Glizzy. Also in '99, MySpace uh, was introduced. Also, Bluetooth was announced. <laughs> and oh, really? The release of Napster, of course. Is MySpace? that true about MySpace? That's what the internet say. I'm Colin sure. just got all the feels. Oh. I mean, Colin didn't join it until you know '03, but who was in your top late lunch lady? <laughs> Absolutely, if she had a computer. <laughs> number one. Oh, number one. Oh, love it. I didn't really have a cutting room floor. I mean, I considered Napster, but I was pretty locked in on my list once once it came to me. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Thank you once again for listening to the Power 5 Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to interact with us on social media at the Power 5 Podcast. And you can also send us an email at thepower5pod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear any ideas you have for us, topics to rank, or questions for the pod. Let us know, and we will read those out on an upcoming episode. And speaking of upcoming episodes, next week is episode 100, a pretty cool milestone that we've been looking forward to for quite some time. For the entire Power 5 podcast, thanks again, and we will see you next week. Say goodnight, Kevin. <laughs>